1: experience welcome to the experience welcome to the the delvin cox experience the podcast in which each week i'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity i'm your host delvin cox and with me on the podcast this week from the casanova podcast my brother mikhail casanova what's up brother i'm doing good what's up everybody good to be on the show how's it going As always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Mikhail, are you ready? I'm ready. Question one What's the best album you listened to this past year? The best
0: album I've listened to in the past year uh, was when I got around to listening to A Tribe Called Quest's last album. Oh, that was a good one. Yes, sir. It's a really one, good one. That one, that was straight fire. yeah
1: definitely question number two since you're a gamer what's your favorite video game console of all time
0: oh man
1: um
0: (sighs) okay so my favorite of all time honestly I gotta go with the Sega Genesis just because there's so much interesting pick Yeah, I mean, I just I had to go with it. I'm like, there's so much. You you had everything from RPGs, like tactical RPGs from Sega. You had the action games. You had, you know, Shinobi, and 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 just there was so much variety that I I felt like that was the last time Sega really brought it because they they tried with the Dream. I would have went with the Dreamcast, but I'm kind of salty. I only had like a year and a half with that before they canceled. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love the Dreamcast. Dreamcast was awesome. The Dreamcast was one; it's probably the most underrated system ever.
0: I agree. Yep,
1: definitely. I, I like that answer. Question number three: What's the dumbest thing you've done as a kid?
0: Oh shit!
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's a whole lot of things I've done. Uh, well, okay, I'll say yeah. this: uh, the dumbest thing I, I ever did as a kid was I would always um. Try to do cartwheels on my porch. I don't don't I don't know why. I do cartwheels on my porch, and every time I'd fall off the porch and hit the back of my head, and it was like <laughs> a good good four or five feet fall. And my mom would always be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, oh, I, "I I want to do what I saw they do on Street Fighter. I want to do the flip." Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yes, let me just constantly give my. <laughs> oh man! Question number four: Who is your favorite superhero?
0: Oh man, favorite superhero of all time. Hmm. What's what's the realms of this? What we we'll limiting this to?
1: There's no limit to it. Whoever you consider a superhero, because see, I'm not other people. Some people say Batman's not a superhero. Batman 100%, 100% is a superhero. True. Like, um, he's the world's greatest detective. <laughs> that makes him a superhero.
0: Man, if I got to go with anyone, I got to go with Goku. I know uh, it's probably that surprising. It's kind of, I know a lot of people might be surprised with that, but I mean, my thing with Goku, he never gives up. He's always in the training trying to better himself. And he likes to eat. See, that, that's things I can, I can mesh with.
1: <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. Question number five. Give you a deep question, okay? All right. Okay. If you could remember, be remembered for one thing after your passing, what would you want it to be?
0: Uh, well, if there's anything I want to be remembered for is uh, always willing to you know help people no matter what you know that's that's one thing i i've always thought integrity and, and character have to account for some you know and, and reaching out and helping people paying it forward you know that's one thing i, I want to get remembered for is no matter what i'd help a person
1: that's a good one that's a really good one all right man i like that so now that we got out of the way man let everybody know who you are just they got a little taste just there let them know who you are? What do you do exactly? I know you have the podcast. Let's let them know everything about you. Let's get a little synopsis.
0: All right. So, everyone, my name is uh, Mikel, a.k.a. Mikkel Casanova. I call myself Hawaii's favorite YouTuber. I'm only doing that for marketing purposes and nobody else out here is calling themselves that. So when you think of Hawaii's favorite YouTuber, you think of me. Uh, So one of the things, uh, some of the things I'm into, uh, I have a podcast on iTunes and Google play music called the Casanova podcast. I talk about everything from gaming to tech to politics, social issues. You know, I've had a lot of people on my show like Mason Lucas, um, Brandon Tatum, uh, a bunch of other people. Uh, I get into uh, various, various things. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel same thing, I'd have my podcast on there. I also do tech reviews, uh, sponsorship videos, game reviews. And I also have my website, com, where I do a lot of the same thing. It's kind of like the central hub for everything. I'm out here in Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, it's my home. And just uh, try and put Hawaii on the map, because we really don't have a lot of representation outside from, like, uh, Bruno
1: Mars. That's what I was going to get into, man. It's... You don't hear that much about Hawaii in terms of like people.
0: Yeah, I know so, it's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird because what what is it like growing up in Hawaii? Because this, even though it's part of the U.S., it seems like a whole different world.
0: Uh, it definitely is, man. Like it's it's definitely because um, I've grown up between here and uh, Memphis, Tennessee. My dad's from Memphis. My mom's from out here, um, and so I would go back and forth and and. It, it's, it, it's basically like stepping into another country in the sense of the, the culture is in your face. Um, there's two sides to the culture in the sense of, you know, they, they you talk about Ohana and stuff like stuff you see on like Lilo and Sitch and all the other movies where they talk about Ohana, Ohana and family. And it's very true. Uh, there is a strong emphasis on family out here. Uh, but one of the other things uh, about Hawaii is it's, Incredibly, I mean, the cost of living is really high, and um, it's just it's it's. Uh, man, I do That's such a that's such a loaded question, man. I'm trying to think how to answer
1: that. Um, it's uh, well, let me help you with that. What was it like growing up in Hawaii in terms of like? Because you said you grew up there from Hawaii and Memphis, right? Yeah. So let's get to the um, Hawaii side first. Then we'll go into a little bit of Memphis.
0: Uh, Hawaii side, I mean, this is one of the few places I that I've ever lived where it doesn't matter what time of day it is, you can walk around, and not have to worry about nothing. Uh, I think there's a strong emphasis on like low crime here in a sense because of the tourist nature of Hawaii. Um, I mean, we got the same weather year round. It just either gets hot, hotter, or hot as hell. <laughs> That's the three temperatures you got. <laughs> Um other than that, I mean, a beach everywhere. I, I'm about five minutes away from a beach. Uh beautiful women, left and right. Uh it, it's it's
1: it's just sounds it, a lot like Miami. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a lot like Miami. <laughs> oh, so man. So what are some of the hardships of growing up in um Hawaii? If there are any for that matter.
0: Um dealing with the racism out here. Racism in Hawaii is
1: really, really
0: bad, but it's also kind of integrated into the culture.
1: So let me ask uh, you about that. What kind of racism are you getting in Hawaii? Because it's not like it's a whole bunch of white people out there, is there? Or is it more like, how does that work? Um, well, there's a good amount of white people out here.
0: Usually the businesses out here are run by either Asians or whites. Uh, the majority in Hawaii, the majority population out here is Asian. Uh, Usually Japanese or Chinese that are here, and you know, basically they came before World War II, and the families have uh, just been here ever since. Um, So there's racism towards uh, Asians out here from the locals or people that are uh, of some Hawaiian descent, you could say. And um, it's just a resentment towards them because, you know, primarily out here, the Asians are very well off, you know. They own businesses very wealthy you know they're able to buy houses uh there's a disdain for there's a significant disdain for white people which uh whites are called howley's uh howley technically means outsider or foreigner but there's it's been made synonymous with white um, it's such a strong hatred out here they you know the people here they like to say that uh Hawaii was stolen from the natives by America, and so there's also a strong anti-America uh, hatred for America and Western ways. I'm um, so of-
1: much interested about what you just said. <laughs> really, so much interested? Yeah, definitely. For one, the fact that Hawaii is part of the United States, and you're saying they not necessarily like America that much.
0: Yeah, they hate it. They hate it absolutely. So
1: that's that alone is crazy to think about they, then they, you add on to the fact that for what you're saying Hawaii is one of the few places where white privilege don't work exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're i not mean
0: they 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 really do they they hate they hate white people here and it's it's very unfortunate how uh, they view everything so there, there's also the the very low education out here like a lot of the locals, uh, they drop out of school, either middle school or high school. Uh, typically, for most women, they'll have kids. They'll have three to four kids before they're even 22. Uh, that's wow. very, 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 very common out here. Uh, very low education. Uh, and there's this, the welfare out here, the welfare stays really bad. Um, you have a lot of locals on welfare. Then there's also the ones, there's another group of people, another. Polynesian group that's probably up there with whites that is very hated, and that's called Mike. They're they're called Micronesians. Uh, they're from the Micronesian Islands or Federated States of Micronesia. Um, and the reason that they they flood into Hawaii is because of uh, the nuclear testing the U.S. did um, years. I think I want to say probably in the fifties or sixties, the Akini Batol bomb. I think that's how you say it. Um. So they tested on one of their islands, and uh, because of that, people from Micronesia get to come here, and they're the first ones to get welfare, first ones to get Section 8 housing, first ones to get food stamps, any type of financial assistance. Um, they get all kind like, they're the ones, if you see a nice-looking SUV or a Cadillac Escalade or something like that, is usually a Micronesian driving. And Micronesians look... Um, kind of like uh, i'm not really sure they're they're very they're dark because here's a misconception a lot of people have about polynesians a lot of people think polynesians are fair-skinned or light-skinned people uh truth is all polynesians are dark-skinned like i'm i'm hawaiian and Samoan as well as black and dominican um
1: and a lot of things man (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, they, like they just made you in a lab literally like I know <laughs> we're gonna text with the best of all the other races and just put one guy together
0: <laughs> but uh yeah so Polynesians are, are dark skinned but a lot have uh intermixed with uh Asians and also with uh the whites so primarily Germans and whatnot so you have a lot of light skinned uh Polynesians, and so when you see any type of marketing material for Hawaii, you'll typically see Asian looking people that's because they are the majority okay um, and that's that's just something like it but going back to the whole the Micronesians they're the, the most hated. They come here to Hawaii, they barely can speak English, uh, they get jobs because of the welfare state, and a lot of jobs that they get are usually fast food. You can't go to a jack-in-the-box McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, freaking Popeyes without a Micronesian working there. And they're very low-skilled. Not all, but most. um, Very questionable hygiene. And it's because of their culture. Um, What what do you mean
1: by culture? Is it one of those days where this, like, um, I know some cultures – there's like that. I don't want to say, like in a derogatory way, but I know in like their natural assistly use. They basically use water to wash their body. With. Is that is that a type of thing that is going on, or is it something different? Well, with uh, with Micronesians,
0: basically their thing is they, um, you know, prior to you know coming together into the Western society. I mean, they they're pretty underdeveloped people. Uh, in a sense, so their hygiene, like washing, brushing teeth, uh, clean—you know—Western, in the sense of cleanliness, is not a priority for them. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 quite interesting when you experience it. <laughs> some wow. people, have, some of them, have really bad BO. and they have this obsession with um with, with gold teeth. So if you see any type of uh, Micronesian woman, she usually has a whole row or a segment of her teeth that are gold to them. <clears throat> it's a status symbol for wealth. Um, and they, uh, another thing with most of their culture, it depends because there's variations within Micronesian cultures. So, I mean, based on what island you come from, so, um, a lot of them, um, they believe in, uh, getting women, like, if they're a guy, then they'll get with a girl who's young, so they kind of, like, uh, I guess you could say similar to the Muslim culture, like, if a girl is 11 years old, it's acceptable to get with her, and so there's that clash with uh, American or Western culture when they come here. Uh, a lot of the rapes and assaults and stuff that have been happening here in Hawaii have been on the rise, but a lot because of the Micronesians that have immigrated into uh, Hawaii, and there's a clash between Hawaiians.
1: Uh, on, the local- you're bringing up again. Repeat that last part because I don't want to have you misinterpret anything like that. So,
0: oh uh, which uh, talking about the uh, which which part?
1: We talk about a uh, rape and culture, but you broke up completely.
0: Oh, okay. So, um, there's been you know like a lot of assaults and rapes that have been happening out here, and primarily. It's been done by the uh some of the Micronesians that are not 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 all Micronesian but in the sense of the the deviants you know everybody's in every culture has deviant people so we've uh, a lot of the ones that have been happening recently out here have been done by uh the influx of a lot of the Micronesians that have come in here and then there's been a significant pushback and uh between Hawaiians, uh, the Samoans, and towards uh, the Micronesians out here. The most recent thing that happened was when we had the Japanese tourists that were severely beaten by some Micronesians. Uh, Wow. The guy's orbital, both his orbital eye sockets were broken or fractured. Uh, His eyes were swollen shut. Teeth were broken, knocked out. he was concussed. His wife was choked out, almost raped. And that's a common thing. But it's it's to the point <clears throat> where it's happening so much um, that it's starting to they, they can't avoid talking about it on the news. And then there was the the prime minister of Japan actually issued an order to Japanese people visiting Hawaii to not
1: come here until that's, that's fact, yeah that's interesting like the prime minister just said don't go, go there yeah. so why so let me ask you this: why is this stuff not heard more abroad like in the united states why don't we don't get stories about these things in the u.s for this happening hawaii's part of the u.s so you would think that okay this poverty and these crimes is happening or i'm gonna give you an even better example our mm-hmm. president Is the type who usually talks about things wrong. That's his. That's his kind of thing. So if you have these micro Nazis, right? That's how you said.
0: Yeah.
1: Doing these horrible things, you would think that he would want to bring a light to that. That's just my two cents on it. I just want to get your feedback on that. No, I I agree.
0: Um, a lot of that has to do with the fact that because of Hawaii being a tourist state, and if people were to be more made aware of what's actually going on here, a lot of people wouldn't want to come here. You know, that that would be because that's the that's the economy for Hawaii on top of the federal, you know, whatever they get from the federal government. uh, That would be catastrophic to the economy for here. Uh, but there are things being put in place. There's some legislation being pushed through to actually stop the influx of flooding in, of uh, Micronesians and others uh, that are just coming here to Hawaii. Uh, and there's pushback between the uh, the Democrats that run Hawaii, which are for just letting letting them come here and giving them welfare. And then there's the Welfare Welfare Reform Act that's being pushed. Uh, to stop them from just getting welfare just because they came here and because of the nuclear bombing. Uh,
1: There are things being
0: put in place.
1: Uh, It's just not. Let me ask you a couple of questions about that then. Okay. Okay. uh, First question is, are these Micronesians coming in legally or they're coming in illegally? To your knowledge. Uh, To my knowledge, from a lot of the ones I've
0: spoke to, um, they come here on a visa and don't leave.
1: Okay. Okay. Based on what you said, I take that you're not a Democrat.
0: No, no, I'm not. I was, but I'm not anymore.
1: (laughs) Okay, so yeah, that's nothing nothing wrong with that. I'm just asking to get clarification. Okay. 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 So let me ask you about that. Then, what made you kind of say, "Yeah, this is not for me"? Um, there's been a number
0: of things. I think the biggest one, because um, I have a brother that's actually really big into the whole Black Lives Matter thing, and uh, I'd I'd probably say he's the biggest factor into why I'm not a Democrat anymore. Um,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, so let's say let's say that. <clears throat> he, he's a Democrat. Yes, I think it's yeah, is and because yeah. of the way. He acts, I think, I guess it turns you to the literally to the opposite direction.
0: Well, that and some other things I've seen too. It's uh the whole
1: yeah, definitely clarify that.
0: You know, there's, there's one of the
1: things
0: <laughs> you know, one of the things I, I've I've run into a lot, uh there's the constant talk about um you know being oppressed and uh not having opportunities, because you know when I lived in Memphis, I lived in a really bad ghetto in in poverty. And I was always told that, you know, you'll never get out of here. You know, at the time we had a mayor, Mayor Willie Harrington, he was a Democrat. And we're told, oh, we got to, we got to keep, you know, electing Democrats because they'll change the economy and change this and change that. And then the same thing when I was out here in Hawaii, we had uh, Democrats in office here and it's, Constantly, we got to keep them in office because they're for the people. They're going to change this. They're going to change that. And I I just noticed, like, when I started paying attention to it, uh, you know, especially during this last election, I was like, you know, I keep hearing this, but I don't see anything changing. So Okay,
1: that makes sense.
0: You know, so my thing was, okay, let me see what the other side has let me see what they're talking about. Let me see some of the legislations that they may want to push through or may want to reform, and see if they're going to be about change. Because if I don't see change at all, then, okay, I can, I can see, I I, I would come to the conclusion at that point that controlled opposition is true, that both sides is, they're, they're both two sides of the same coin and neither one is really doing anything. If I don't see change here. So.
1: So let me ask you this. Then, so far, Since I take it, you're a Republican, correct? Yes. Yes. Have you seen the change that you want to see?
0: Um, as far as out here in Hawaii, um, I have been seeing some changes. There's been a lot of stuff that's being fixed out here as far as like the economy, the job market, because there's a real significant drought for decades. Um, And within the last year or so, there have been so many jobs out here. The biggest problem is there's a lot of people not qualified for those jobs. But the fact is there's jobs there. You know, with the tax cut, I've seen a significant jump in my paycheck. Uh, Other than that, I mean, there's been uh, things to – since there are more Republicans taking – they're attempting to take office and have taken office out here. In Hawaii, there's been uh, reform of fixing, like, some of the local – Parks and, and, and recreation centers have been improved that were just neglected under Democratic control. So
1: uh, what your logic ahead. is that um now more Republicans are taking over Hawaii. And because of that, you're starting to see a more of a positive change. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. Because see, this is my whole thing. I'm a Democrat, but okay. I'm not that one of those crazy Democrats who believe everything they say. I'm more so, of like a guy who kind of looks at both sides of the things and goes for what I feel is right. So you can be either uh, you're more like a classical libertarian then. Yeah, you could probably say that. That's probably what okay. for me. I'll take that. So this is my whole thing about it. I always look at it like we need with every system, we need balance. I agree. In terms with that. of you have to kind of have Republicans in charge for a while to fix certain things then you have to have Democrats in charge for a little bit to fix certain things, because if you add both of the the best sides of Democrats together, and the best side of what Republicans offer together, you kind of get what you want. No, I can agree with that. And I I feel like people don't always see that, because especially now, now it's become just like just battle royale, like every every man for himself, WCW, people (laughs) over the top ropes, kind of crazy. It's like i've always kind of preached we need balance it's like like i'll give you a perfect example the immigration thing my whole outlook on that is like can we tighten up the borders yeah of course we shouldn't just be letting anybody in here but at the same time like okay how do we tighten up the borders and how do we do this in a way that's civilized you get what i'm saying yeah and that's how. That's why I kind of stand on that. So I understand exactly exactly what you're saying. And I think, what, from what I'm hearing, what's happening in Hawaii is you guys didn't really have that checks and balance. No, we did. We did. And after a while, it just became people got lazy and they dropped the ball. Yeah. And that's what you don't want to see in politics whatsoever. You don't want to see the Democrats get too much power. You don't want to see the Republicans get too much power, because when you, too much power corrupts, point blank. Yeah. I think that's kind of what happens. I I can see why you would say, you know what, coming from your point of view, why you would say, you know what, i kind of like this side better because you look at your paycheck. Paycheck's a little bit bigger than it was before. And things are looking up for you and the things that you're seeing in your peripheral looks a little better. So I kind of understand that completely. And I think where people lose focus is that, yeah, things Work other people working out for like, huh? Do you really need? To, you got to kind of have to work out for both sides, but you're never really going to get it a hundred percent. Yeah, that's
0: true. And and that's one of the things too. Like I, I have a lot of friends that um are on both sides of the spectrum. I have friends that are Democrats, friends that are libertarians, friends that are non-party, fi- friends that are Republicans. And, you know, I, I try to tell them, because when it comes to, especially, right, you know, this intolerance that we have now, and it's, I'm not going to say, like, some people say, oh, it's only intolerance from the left. I'm like, no, it's, it's intolerance started. on both sides. It's, it's on both sides. And I have some friends that, you know, they're, They'll talk to me, like, especially on Facebook, I see a lot of my friends that are saying, like, we need socialism. We need socialism. I'm like, no, we don't. we, no, don't, need we don't. We do not need socialism. And then the first thing they want to go, oh, but you're a Republican. Of course you're going to be against it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't attack me because of what party I align with. I'm like, I'm just looking at the fact that socialism has never worked. It's, it's never worked. I'm like, well, we do need, we do need check, you know, I'm using your word right now. We do need checks and balances. We, we need there to not be you know too much corporations running the the show but we also do need to have people being able to have some say in the matter I'm like it 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 can't just be one way fully and we have to you know and I tell my friends and I even tell random people that try to talk to me about politics I'm like you can't come together and find solutions if you're unwilling to hear the other side of your logic I if agree. you if you can't like, yeah, I'm a conservative Republican, but if I block out everything that uh, Democrats, liberals, progressives say, then I'm just as bad as when they do that to others. So yeah. I, I'm like, I try to listen to everything because I've always been told there's multiple sides, and then there's the reality, and I try to hear everything because there's some things I hear. Republicans say, and I'm like,
1: mm, I don't know about that. You know, We'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to talk to you about that part right now. because Well, we can get to it right now. Screw it. How do you feel? Because one, one, you're a minority. Yeah. Yeah, you live in Hawaii, so it's a little different than it is as opposed to living right in the States. But you're a minority. So how does it feel sometimes to hear the wild things they say sometimes? You're like, these are the dudes I'm riding with? I mean,
0: you know, the the some of the people that are on the alt-right can be... I, I just say this, man. They, they be wilding out. They be wilding yeah. out hard. I'm over yeah. here like, yeah, I don't know you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because see, I ask you this because usually when people come on and say I'm a conservative, the first thing that comes to people's mind is alt-right or hard, Trump supporting, we hate people who don't stand and all this stuff and but there is people who are just normal Republicans who just like, you know what? I agree. With you. say a lot of that stuff I don't know about. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I think, like I said, it's a balance. Like It's it's something like I look at the whole thing with um North Korea. I think it's a point to say like, yeah, we probably shouldn't be beefing with them in the sense where they're talking about shooting missiles over here, which I don't think they can do, but We shouldn't want that either way. Yeah, we should. So we can avoid that conflict even if he can make it happen. And, you know, I'm all for that. Let's face it. Some of the deals that America has are not necessarily in America's favor. And I think I don't have a problem with putting America first in terms of certain things because this country needs to put itself first with a lot of things. Yeah. And I think people... Yeah, other countries put themselves first. And they'll be the first to tell you that we're looking out for our own mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that all the time i understand that people look at america as this beacon of hope and they look at america as like we're that country that everybody looks for when something goes down as much crap as people talk about america when something goes down everybody looks at america to see what America's going to do yeah and i think that's all well and dandy but we also need to be kind of like we got to take care of our own. When you look at the poverty, like you said, the poverty in Hawaii, the poverty in uh, Miami's poverty is ridiculous. When you see things like that, you kind of want to say, well, especially when you see veterans, yeah. people who serve for our country that are now homeless. You, you kind And then you look at the military budget, you're like, why are we spending all this money on the military and we have veterans who don't have places to stay? Yeah. It's crazy to think about that, but that's how it is. And I kind of, when I see that, I'm like, yo, something's not right. We need to fix these problems at home first. Yeah.
0: I think that's one of the things that really, like, when Trump was talking about America first and make America great again, I know there's an argument. Some people say America was never great. I don't don't try that either. I I don't don't that. Yeah. You know, it's... I think for me, because I've traveled to and I've been able to live in other countries and see how things are, it really shaped my perspective. And when I talk to some people and they're like, well, you know, Canada's better and Sweden's better and, and all this, I'm like, have you been there? No. I'm like, well, you don't know if it's actually better or not. Just because it's said on TV or in a book, I'm like, that doesn't really mean it's true. I'm like, if yeah. you go to Sweden now, like, I, I have friends in Sweden. And Sweden's almost the rape capital of the world. There's constant... I don't know if you heard about uh, the most recent one. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. There was a a Swedish woman that uh, was a paraplegic. She was raped and beaten by a couple of uh, Muslim men. And she got... I, th- I think she either got, did she get arrested? She got fined because she didn't fight back and they didn't want to do anything to them because Jeez. of cultural approach. Political correctness in Sweden is insane. You have and to
1: I, send me that article. You have to yeah. read the podcast. I have to read that article. And Which, you know,
0: yeah. yeah, it's like I have friends that live in the UK that, that constantly tell me how bad it is. And they're like, we don't understand when Americans say that, that, you know, it's better here than where they are. They're like, they don't even understand it. We can't even say anything about what's going on without getting in trouble or arrested. We can't. They talk about the Tommy Robinson thing. Then yeah. they're like, we can't even walk around with, with sporks or anything because it's considered a weapon. Yeah.
1: I'm like, that's insane. I so- always say this. <laughs> I look at it like this. America has its faults. Plenty of yeah. faults. Let's not even BS around and be like, oh, America's perfect, is not- it's not perfect by a long shot, especially for minorities and things like that. But when you look at the, as opposed to other places, nah, I'm good right where I'm at. Right? <laughs> you know, where, where else can you be at where you got a guy like Little Wayne or Jay-Z who come up from nothing and become millionaires? Yeah, or Dr. Yeah. Dre. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's crazy to think about. Of- about that but that's how it is in america you literally can come from nothing from the slums and if you work hard enough you can overcome the racism the prejudice. you can overcome the system and become successful And some places you just can't do that yeah like you know i don't want to name no countries but you know there's plenty of countries out here that's not letting you if you're poor when you start when you finish you're poor exactly And, and some people don't want to, they,
0: they don't grasp that. And I and I, I tell them, like, you, you need to understand that just because you think your situation's bad, there's some other countries where people
1: got it way worse. Yeah. Way yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it comes with the times. I think the problem with this generation, not to call out this generation, but, and this is crazy to say, I think these past eight years without Trump, people got kind of spoiled. Yeah. We got spoiled because we've seen everything and we felt like we was in a good life and everything was going swell and we wasn't having some of the problems we had before. So now everything's a big drama. Everything's, oh, somebody said this to me. I'm triggered. I need my quiet space. I need this. I need that. And we kind of need to have a little bit of that grime in our life. We kind of need to have that hardship and that struggle so we can become stronger. And now it feels like people are not as mentally strong as they used to be.
0: No, they're they're really not. I mean, if it's to the point where every little thing, like if, if you have an opposing view on anything with just about anyone these days, then that's enough to trigger them. Like I, I saw something on Facebook earlier today some people I know out here they're like well if you don't like what I'm posting unfriend me because this is truth and I'm like so you're intolerant of someone having a different opinion than you that that's so yeah. idiotic yeah, <laughs> like yeah. how how do you grow <laughs> you know like how do you grow when you only see from your perspective i know i'm not i'm not at all always right
1: yeah <laughs> You know, you have to learn from both sides. I think these past years have taught me that, that you have to kind of listen to people you don't agree with. It kind of, one, so you can be, be able to effectively argue your side. Yeah. And two, so you never know what you may pick up and learn from them. Yeah. And one thing I've always said is, and I've said this before to people, people always say, why don't we have this black voice who speaks up for us like Republicans do in terms of like a um, perfect example, Tommy Lauren.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: People always complain about her. But her fan base is like, her Twitter follows like 10 million. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. But if you look at the Democratic counterpart to that, nobody's listening to that person.
0: No, so you, I, got, you got that chick in New York that's trying to say uh Democratic Socialism.
1: Or <laughs> yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it's like you can't sit here and complain about the other side if you're not giving a counteract a counter to that other side. Yeah. But when you have that counter, you're not supporting that counter. Yeah. It's it's just like almost like, Well, I'm a millionaire. Well, I'm gonna yell at the millionaire and complain why you have so much money, why you have so much money, but you're not doing anything to make the money yourself. You gotta you kind of have to go after that brass ring. If you don't like what Tommy Lauren's saying, then you need to step up and say what you need to say, and you need to uh kind of speak against that. Yeah. And if you're just sitting there complaining, oh, we don't like Tommy Lauren, we don't agree with what she says, what is that doing? And at the end of the day, she's still getting what she's getting. People are still supporting her, and essentially you're just supporting her too. And like I I'm just using her as an example because people always take shots at her but yet they never do anything about it. They never sit there and say, you know what? Maybe if you don't really want to hear Tommy Lord, you don't have to listen to Tommy Lord. You can find your per- person who has your voice to support that person. And I
0: think also what people need to do, I mean, on, on top of finding, you know, that person that has the same voice, I think people need to be more active. Like I feel like previous generations were more active than the current set. And it's, it, it's gotten to this point now and I've talked about it in a couple of videos and podcasts. I feel like, you know, and it's not to be like a conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but I feel like there's this great indoctrination when people only listen to like CNN or MSNBC or hell even Fox news. If that's the only source of information, then you will be pre-programmed to dislike the opposition to anything they're saying. Like hey, you, get, gotta, you, you gotta, you right gotta get hand information hand. from
1: everywhere. You hit it right on the head. If you that, if that's the only thing you listen to, then you're gonna just believe anything they say and not necessarily look and see if well, this maybe they're not always right. Yeah, and, and you know the crazy thing about it is Trump always says fake news, and it's kind of brought fake news to light on both sides. Yeah, and I think that's one thing I'm kind of grateful for because now you hear a story, and then you're like, huh. Is it really accurate? It makes you look more into it. Like some of the stuff I hear about Trump is wild crazy. So it makes me look more into it. Then when I hear the whole spectrum, I'm like, that's not as bad as they said was. This yeah. didn't really need to be reported. Yeah, like the,
0: yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, it's, it's insane. Like when they 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 said that he was saying that uh, all you know people from South of the Border were rapists and all that. And they went with that. And then I went back and rewatched what the actual, you know, the actual thing he said. I'm like, wow, they just completely took that out of context. Like one of the things like I went to school for media and, and they showed us how to set uh, a narrative. Yeah. And you you can create a narrative. And and one of the things like my friend um, and he he's also a YouTuber, Amazing Lucas, one of the things that he said when I I had him on my podcast and it just really opened my mind, he said one of the reasons why he doesn't really trust the news fully is when you realize they're all fighting for ratings. Yes. And he said it makes you understand. They're not there really to educate you.
1: (laughs) They're there to get their ratings and get out the door. Yeah, So they have to put up a boogeyman even though the boogeyman doesn't help because some of the things he says, but if they have to put up a boogeyman. They're gonna put up a boogeyman.
0: Yeah, like out here in Hawaii, when we had the volcano thing going on, um, there was a narrative being pushed that you know Trump is ignoring Hawaii. He's not doing anything. Trump had FEMA out here, and uh, you know the the FEMA and I think another organization out here to help people on the Big Island within the first day, and that did not get reported. And so when I was hearing, you know, on the news on, on, on CNN and, and and from you know some Democratic people and, and even Republican people out here saying, Oh, Trump's not doing anything, I'm like, are you serious? He sent disaster recovery people day one.
1: And nobody's saying anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see, you know, the thing about that is, and you're absolutely right. That's messed up, but It's becoming this thing where it's almost a boy who cries wolf. Yeah. Where you have like Fox News saying Trump's done this great, Trump done this great, CNN saying Trump's done this bad, Trump's done this bad. You get to the point where like, you know what, whatever. I don't believe either one of you guys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Man, you hit hit that right on the head.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's it's crazy. It's, It's sometimes like i'll give you a perfect example what i'm talking about um this past week the um what is it the, the mueller the mueller what is it I don't know how you, oh I'm that mueller. mueller investigation yeah. yeah the Mueller investigation apparently he has indictments for 12 russians correct mm-hmm. so i hear I'm like yeah that's big news but what does it lead to you, exactly i'm like call me when you start saying we have an indictment for donald Donald Trump, otherwise, that I don't want to hear no more stories about what Robert Mueller's doing. Yep, because every week is something else. He's doing this, he's doing that. Oh, we're getting closer, we're getting close. No, call me when you get close, when you're there. Otherwise, that I don't want to hear about it no more. It's gotten to the point where you've been hearing this story almost every week for so long, you don't want to hear about it no more. And
0: it's gotten to the point, too, where it's like you know, the whole Russian bot thing, like if you say anything in support of the president, apparently now you're a Russian bot. And I'm like, where did this come from? This came from the media. They kept saying it over and over and over. And people just, they think that, you know, and I've gotten to this point now where I don't watch Fox. I don't watch CNN. I don't even, I don't trust times the New York times. I don't trust a, you know, associated press. If something happens, I have to go and research it myself. Because there's a lot of propaganda, there's a lot of of, of just shilling for ratings, and that's why I I started to think. I'm like, man, this is controlled opposition. You got one side praising, one side hating. What's the reality? Who's controlling both sides? Yeah. You know, I I did a video about uh, the Sinclair Broadcasting where it showed all these different news stations all reading off the same script. Wow. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm so done with the
1: media. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I agree, man. It's it's crazy. I've never, and this is like, I'm not an old guy. I'm 38 years old, but I have never seen this country like this, where it's so divided. I'm quite sure it probably was like this during segregation and times like that, but in my generation, I've never seen this country so divided in my life, and I know the media plays a huge part to it. Yeah. A huge part.
0: What are your thoughts on, like, that group uh, Antifa, and how the news doesn't try to cover them?
1: I feel like they're when you look at them, it's like they say they have good intentions. But do they really have good intentions? Right? It's like you might as well just call the alt-left. That's <laughs> what it That's essentially what it is. Yeah. It's like it, you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's what you want to say. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. It's like you can say, yeah, the alt-right's horrible. Yeah. I, I it's no two ways about to say it. It's horrible. But if you go too far to the left, is that any better? Right? If you go too far to the left, where you are out there hurting people, and you're saying, "Yeah, it's because of justice. Yeah, it's because of this," well, it's not necessarily better. It's it's like you live like what's the what's the quote from The Dark Knight? You live long enough, you live long enough as the hero till you become the villain. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. So I'm not necessarily feeling them either.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know, I, I had a uh, a cousin who was up in Seattle when and Antifa was rioting. Big, Samoan dude, and um, just say it with the rock. <laughs> he was about as big as a rock. I mean, my cousin's about six seven. He's a good three hundred and twenty pound of muscle. Yeah, and uh, and and the Antifa guys started, you know, like beating up on his friends because his friends are Trump supporter. He he's he doesn't care about politics. They started beating up and harassing his friend. And there's about eight Antifa guys and this is up in Seattle. And my cousin, one thing, you don't piss off a Samoan. No. They can fight all day. My my cousin wrecked those guys. They're like, oh, you're a Nazi. He's like, okay. Like, he's a take this Nazi punch. Then He was cracking skull.
1: How do you be a Nazi when you're (laughs) Samoan? That's that's the fucking craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I don't think Nazis
0: like Samoans. <laughs> yeah, it's like this whole thing. The word Nazi has been so just. It oh, I geez. feel like it's it's lost its meaning. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're applying,
0: they're, they're applying that to anything. Like, no, you're a Nazi. You're a Russian bot. Yeah, you're, you're serving the Kremlin. Russia don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: They don't. They They got what they wanted already. So they don't care. Yeah. And I, I, whew, I I'm, I'm just gonna call a spade a spade. The whole thing with Russia, I'm gonna say, and I've said this before, a lot of that falls on Obama. Yeah. As yeah. soon as he saw that stuff happening, I feel like, and I feel like he should have did something about it. Point blank. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying like. Whatever happens, happens, but that stuff, as soon as it started happening, when you start seeing tampering, that should have been dealt with. and I'm, It looks like that's what was happening, but that should have been dealt with, period. And mm-hmm. that should have never happened in this country. Never. And, and it goes back years. Like, when you really look into it, it goes back,
0: I want to say, what, 2013, 20, 2012, 2013? It went back. And it's only because there's so many people hating Trump that they want to tie it to him. And I'm like, really? Yeah. that's like. And it's like, can we, like, I, I've told some people, I'm like, I get you don't like Trump. But can we look at this objectively? Where did this come from? Who did it happen under? And how do we fix it? Let's stop pointing blame and let's fix the
1: problem. Yeah, that probably needs to be fixed. And that's one thing I will say Trump needs to do. He needs to fix that problem. He needs to say something straight up about it because it's clearly evidence that there's been tampering. Yeah. And even if it did benefit him, yeah, he needs to fix that because that goes to a more of a deeper issue. Mm-hmm. Because if they're tampering with elections, what else could they tamper with? And when you really look at it, that's terrifying.
0: I mean, not to mention like our voting booths. Uh, yeah, you know, who, they're run by um, the Open Society Foundation, which is uh, George Soros. Oh. Yeah. And the whole thing, I think, like, one of the things when I started looking into uh, George Soros, I'm like, why is it he's, whenever he's, he, you know, there's an important person, no matter what country, he's always there. And then when he, you know, there's this one video back in the early 90s where he's talking about how he... You know, yeah, I, I collapse economies and he's done that around the world. You know, and he, he said before and he's been quoted saying, Hey, I want to destroy America. That's a goal of mine. And he's tampered in many of our elections, the voting boost being the biggest one. So it's like, why is this guy who is banned he is banned from Russia, kill on site, Russia? He's banned from uh not Germany. We forgot where he's from, Bulgaria. I think he's a Bulgarian Jew. I think he's he's banned from Bulgaria. He's banned from various companies, uh, countries in the EU. Why is this guy allowed into America? And he hates Trump. And Trump has called him out. He's like, uh, oh, you're not running anything. He was the biggest backer financially of, of Hillary. I think our country would have been worse on the
1: Hillary. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it will have been different problems, though. I think... See, it's kind of funny to say that because... I, I don't know. Now that I think about it, I really don't know because... The country still would have been divided because... I think Trump played a part into dividing the country because he opened... Whether people want to admit it or not, Trump's rhetoric made the alt-right stronger. Whether hmm. they were... Before they weren't they wasn't even necessarily a thing before. Now they kind of felt like they're power. Whether he thought he whether he wanted to or not, he gave them power. I can see and, that. And I think even if he wouldn't have got a, even if he wouldn't have got elected, that power would have still been there. Yeah. So now see see I'm trying, I'm thinking about in my head how it would have played. I think some things. Wouldn't have happened, but I think there'd have been other problems that would have been caused by her getting elected. Like, for example, I think the whole thing with the NFL wouldn't necessarily play out the way it played out. But I can see instead of the Trump investigation, people would have still been talking about the Hillary emails.
0: Yeah. You know, and just to quickly touch on the NFL thing, I'm not bothered one way or another if a person stands or kneels. I think the biggest thing is if they really didn't want this to be an issue, why did they bring so much attention to it?
1: Yeah. My whole pe- you know it's peaceful protest. Yeah. Let him do what he wants to do. My whole thing, yeah. That's one thing that bothers me about another thing that bothers me about that whole thing is the fact that do you go to a lot of sports games?
0: Actually, no, I'm
1: not into sports. Have <laughs> you ever been to see I, I can tell you for a fact, if you ever go to a sports game and the national anthem comes on half of the people are going either to the bathroom or going to get popcorn (laughs) i can see it so so now all of a sudden after all these years of people leaving during the national anthem to go get popcorn and go use the bathroom now all of a sudden everybody wants to be a patriot and make this big thing because they see african-american players dealing And it, it's kind of like there's a hypocrisy about it, yeah. Because you guys didn't care before about the national anthem. You thirty minutes ago, you wasn't this patriotic. Now all of a sudden, you are patriotic. And now everybody must stand for the national anthem. When I've been to plenty of basketball games, I'm a Miami Heat fan, and I've seen play, people sitting down, sleeping during the national anthem. People leaving during the national anthem. Yeah, I,
0: I can see. I can see that. I yeah. do think there needs to be some sense of patriotic pride, of course, because if we keep going the direction that we're going, where people just and there is people that just straight up hate America that are living here, and it's I it's agree. I think that's concerning because if you continue, if, you know, you being them, not not you, but yeah, you know, uh, if if people continue this trend of just hating America, hating America, you will allow it to destroy itself. And then, you know, the, the, like the whole thing with we spoke earlier about, you know, we, there needs to be immigration reform. There does need to be that, because if you're flooding in a bunch of people from other countries, you know, either whether people want to admit it or not, there are people that do come here from Canada because they can't stay in Canada. Uh, it's just there's not much light brought to that. But, you know, people come from Canada, Canada, south of the border, people coming from European countries. Uh, the middle east if you're constantly having people come in over and over and you hate the country and they don't want to acclimate to it what do you
1: have yeah that's you know? a problem no that when you have so just if just logistically if you look at it you have all these people coming in you, if you're letting everybody in eventually you're going to be overcrowded exactly so you have to kind of have some type of standard or some kind of rules to who gets in or who even even goes out. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, just by the sheer numbers, if everybody comes to the United States, it's going to be overcrowded. You're going to have so many problems in terms of just everything. And eventually, Thanos is going to to come and cut us in half.
0: Snap his fingers.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I actually had a, uh, a discussion with someone um, recently that was talking about how, you know, we need to, to push – for more abortions, this and abortion, that. I don't know where you stand on the whole abortion thing. I, you know, and I told people, because the same person is, is for abortions constantly, but also for open borders and allowing people to come in. I, and I told them, I said, you know, if you really look at this more deeply, this is kind of population replacement. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I said, because the country, the cultures that are coming here from other countries, they don't do that abortion thing. They're big on family. They're big on kids. Yeah. And if you have a whole nation that's just aborting, aborting, a aborting, aborting, then you don't have a nation anymore.
1: Yeah. You're right. I hit it right <laughs> on the head right there. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't disagree with that at all. Like, uh, yeah, you're kind of right.
0: <laughs> They're like, oh, so we should just force women to have kids? I said, I'm not saying that. But I think we need to not glorify aborting
1: children. My whole thing has been this. I'm not necessarily a fan of abortion. But in the same note, if it's legal, do what you want to do. I don't think women should do it. I do agree with it. But if it's legal, do what you want to do. and I think that I'd rather a woman abort a child than raise a child and have a horrible life or throw a child in a dumpster see I you right know what I'm there saying with you. I'm, I'm right there with you because the, the thing that some of these women who are not all there in the head do when they have a child they they're forced to have this child is crazy especially when you see these newborn babies getting thrown in dumpsters or getting killed it's it's sickening yeah it is so when you have people like who are like that or you you kind of look at like you know what maybe Abortion may be that option for them. They maybe they don't need to have children.
0: And see that that's that's one of the things that you can't really you can't get through to most Republicans. Yeah. They don't get it. They're like, no. Well, she there are other options. I say, you know what? There there are other options. There are people could actually use safe sex. You know, stuff they could use condoms. They could use contraceptives. They could use the pill.
1: But some people don't care. They don't care. And they're not, not going to take those other options. They're not going to go the adoption route. They're yeah. not going to go any of the other routes that you want them to go. They're going to go the most visceral and the most disgusting route. Yeah. It's just a natural effect of how some people are. Mm-hmm. And, and whew, we could be talking forever, man. We've already been over an hour. There's, so many, <laughs> things I can, there's so many things I can say about this topic alone in terms of like, I'm just say this last thing. And it's, this was some... This will cover everything I want to say. Okay. People always expect expect the best out of people in terms of every facet of asset. But we shouldn't ex- always expect that because people don't always, get, most of the time, don't give us their best. And what I mean by that is the fact that, oh, if we let people have these babies, they're going to do the right thing. They're going to take their baby to the fire department. Or they're going to put the baby up for adoption. A lot of times they don't. mm.
0: Uh-uh.
1: And it just and it comes to the same thing with, um, and this is a whole other topic that we need to just have another part two of this whole conversation about. And it comes to the whole thing about with the rape culture, where they were saying, well, maybe we should teach guys better. We can teach guys better all we want to, but some people are just assholes. Yep. And they're going to do horrible things. And,
0: and so, can y'all please not be going after Henry uh, Cavill? <laughs> the the man wasn't he wasn't wrong because honestly i even stopped and thought about that if i wasn't married man i wouldn't know how to approach i've run into women i work with primarily women i'm around a lot of women and this feminism me too thing now people need to understand there's different waves of feminism this current wave is not about equality they're about dominance and it's it's concerning. Like I I've seen them. They're like, I don't need a man. Men men are useless. Blah 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 blah. If a man like I've had one woman, like you know, I think I told you, like told my friend when he said, oh nice shirt. Oh that's
1: offensive. Like what? <laughs> you know how many times I get told nice shirt, <laughs> especially when I wear my Marvel shirts. Yo, that's a nice Black Panther shirt. Like what? What should I be like? Who who are you talking to? <laughs> I, I, you, you're entering
0: my safe space. I'm offended.
1: What? <laughs> nice shirt. <laughs> oh, man. We can talk. We literally can talk for hours, man. It's been an <laughs> awesome time just sitting there talking with you about everything, man.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, man. It, it, it's insane, man. Like, it, it's... it's, I, Like you said, we can teach men to be better. Uh, some, Some guys... Just don't care. And the same thing can go for women. You know, there are women, and I know a lot of women that have slept with guys just because they wanted something from them, be a status, money, whatever, and then they regret it. And because of the shame that they did what they did, they want to go to, oh, he raped me. Yeah, I've heard stories like that. I've had friends kicked out of college, kicked off of jobs because a woman lies. And we need
1: to be honest. Women do lie. Yeah, everybody lies. And I think it's crazy because this generation is just so interesting because everything is just taken for fact. You can say whatever you want to about anybody. That person's a Nazi. Okay, we believe it. That person's a rapist. Okay, we believe it nobody's taking time to look into the actual facts of the situation and then when the fact when the actual facts come out nobody sits there and says oh we were wrong about that we need to correct that
0: nope they just move the goalposts and go to the next extreme
1: yeah it is crazy to say that but it's true like um there's been plenty of stories that uh where people quote unquote got me too then all of a sudden the whole facts came out like no that's not that didn't happen at all and then They don't put a retraction out there saying, well, this person didn't really get raped or this person didn't really get that. But you just ruined this person's career or their life. Yeah. And not like I said, people who do these horrible acts deserve everything they get. Bill Cosby did what he did. He's a piece of shit. Uh You know, it's no two ways about it. But when innocent people are getting caught up into this, I've always been the type of person who sits there like, if one innocent person gets arrested for the rest of their life for a crime, is it really worth it? Like, yo, we, our system is flawed. If that happens. Mm. Uh-huh. And, 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 and the intolerance of this,
0: this whole gener this current generation, this crop of people where, you know, you, you have to apologize because you offend someone. It's kind of like what uh, Jordan Peterson said. You have to risk being offensive to get to the heat of things, the heart of
1: things. Yeah, Dave Chappelle made his career off being offensive. Yeah, being offensive and intelligent about his offensiveness. huh. Yeah, man, we've been talking for a while, man. This has, been, <laughs> this has been awesome, man. This has been a great talk, talk, man. We can like literally talk for two more hours, man. But I'm gonna let you get to it, man. Let me know what y'all uh, define your podcast and everything at.
0: All right. Uh, you guys can find my podcast. <clears throat> it's on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Uh, it is called The Casanova Podcast. That's Casanova with a K. Uh, you can also find it on YouTube. It's uh, not as edited as it is on iTunes and others, but, you know, I, it's there. Uh, you can also find it on my website, Um, That's the central hub for everything.
1: All right, man. Definitely, man. It's been great having you on. you definitely got to have to come up back on again, man. man. Yeah, definitely, man. Anytime. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I said it's been, it's been fun, man. I can honestly say it's been fun sitting there talking and conversating about all these different things and hearing both sides of two different points of view about things and having a civilized conversation. Man, we didn't even touch on the Mike Coulter th- part. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should mention it. We're going to talk about that next time you come on because I'm going to actually probably see him Tomorrow. Oh, you know him? No, I'm going to um it's a convention coming down here. Oh and I'm okay. going to the convention with my kids and stuff. So and I've paid for tickets to meet Mike Coulter.
0: Cool,
1: cool. I love Luke Cage. Love the Man, show. I, I love I love
0: the
1: show too. I'm glad
0: he didn't take offense to what I said.
1: Though. Yeah, I'm glad he, <laughs> he took it very took it very well. Yeah. Better than most. And you like I said, the whole thing about it was for those who didn't know. One of the reasons why I felt Mikhail was because I was looking at Mike Colton's tweets. I was about things and tweeting at him, and Mikhail, some he was saying something about the immigration issue. One guy was being an asshole about it, and Mikhail kind of took the civilized route towards it. He was like, "No, no, look into all your facts and kind of point out interesting facts to Mike Colton." Mike took it in stride, like, "Yeah, I, I appreciate you giving me this fact. I'm looking into it," and I kind of saw that. And even though, like I said, one of the things, even though I was looking at some of Mikel's tweets, and didn't necessarily agree with what he said about everything, I kind of said, you know what, this is an interesting guy, and I definitely want to talk to him about more different things. And now that I've talked to him about these things, he's even more interested to me, and I think we found a common ground, and this is dope. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
0: And I think that's the most important thing. We can always try. As so long as you can find a common ground, I think there's, there's solutions that can be found for both sides.
1: Yes. Definitely. Next time you come up, we have to definitely talk about video games. We literally talk <laughs> over an hour <laughs> just about <laughs> politics. <laughs> definitely, man. Definitely. Definitely, man. As always, man, Devil Cock Spirits, we are out. Peace. All right.
0: HomeSense. Standout pieces. Outstanding prices. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me? Mr. I'm so stressed, I grind my teeth. More than most people grind coffee? Especially you. Give your anxiety clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. DLN's January 14th. C Club for details.